Hello and good evening and good morning, good night to you. My name is Ethan and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Ebone Zone on this Friday, 14th day of December, 2018. You know, Facebook is a weird platform when you think about it. Anything can happen, from getting updates about your family to causing a fight between the members of that family because apparently some of them don't like the name you've decided on for your kid. And that second thing is what I'm diving into this week. It's gotten so bad that the entire family has said that she was drunk when she came up with the name. And exactly what is it? And what am I talking about? Well, I'll tell you. The baby's name is Squire Sebastian Senator. And if you want my opinion on it, if you flip the first two names, it actually sounds pretty cool. As far as the she-had-to-be-drunk stuff goes, that name doesn't sound to me like something a person who's a little tipsy would come up with. And that's the case until you find out that the three names I just mentioned are not going to be the baby's entire full given name. It's only going to be his first name. Just hold on for a minute. We'll get into the first name thing later. So how does this all relate back to Facebook? Well, the woman in question called out her entire family for talking junk about the name of the kid. And I kind of side with her on this one because he's your kid. Name him what you want. Until it comes to the point of the kid not having one first name, but three. Yeah, we're going to talk about that again. At first, when I was writing for this week, I was thinking, okay, Squire Sebastian Senator, that's not that bad. People have gotten away with stranger things. I mean, come on, it happens almost every day in Hollywood, so who's to stop you? And now my question is, what are his other names? I don't know the other two to seven names in his middle and last name, so I feel like I should know that. I need to find that out because, honestly, it's a cliffhanger and I don't do well with suspense. And she even went as far as to cancel the baby shower because people were judging her too much. And that's not it. Apparently, 3,000 people have commented on the original post on Reddit. And I would say some of them are supportive, but some of them aren't favorable. I'd say right now the percentage is... Probably 60-40. At the end of the day, I've just got to say this. Your kid is your kid. Name it what you want, but, you know, you do you all right. I'm not really sure who to side with on this. This week, I want to continue a new tradition. I try to offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Romans. Romans 13.10 says, Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. One commentary on this verse reads, Love helps a man to fulfill the law. But in that fact of the presence of love in his heart, the law is actually fulfilled. This verse, when you look deeper into it, points to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. And that verse says this, Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, It does not boast. It is not proud. And what is the law in this context? Well, the law being fulfilled here is love your neighbor as yourself. So if love is patient and love is kind, we as Christians should be as well. One commentary on 1 Corinthians 13.4 reads, A salvation which leads us to this, meaning love, must be of God and must be wrought in us by his power. It also says that salvation should be grasped fully and firmly by the faith we have in God. And through this salvation, God will form us into the people he had always meant us to be. After all, we are made in his image, so through this salvation that we have, he will show us how to correctly and efficiently love our neighbors as ourselves. 
All right, it's time for a special edition of the College Football Picks portion of the episode. The season is winding down, so I figured I would pick five bowl games for you. First up, we've got Appalachian State and Middle Tennessee. I think I'm going to have to go with Appalachian State on this, not only because I'm from Wilkes County, but because I genuinely think they can pull it out after their win last week. And based on their win streak and past scores, I would say that they're going to win pretty big as well. So I'm going to call the game Appalachian State 45, Middle Tennessee 22. Up next, we've got Arizona State and Fresno State. I don't know much about either of their football programs, but I'm going to have to go with Arizona State on this. First up, Arizona State is second in the Pac-12 South. And when you factor in Arizona State's win streak, to me, the winner is clear. But that's not it. Let's just go ahead and look at Fresno State's record and see how they stack up. Fresno State is first in the Mountain West Western Division, and I think that they could have a chance, possibly. And why do I think that? Well, for starters, Fresno State has a record of 11-2. They're 6-0 at home, and they have a three-game win streak. While I do think that they could be a valuable contender for Arizona State in their game, ultimately, do I think they're going to pull it out against Arizona State? Maybe, but... I'm still going to stay with my original decision, Arizona State. Up next, we've got Georgia Southern and Eastern Michigan. Now, before I pick, I'm going to take a look at each team's records. That way, we can break them down and make an informed decision. Georgia Southern has a record of nine wins to three losses in overall play this season. That's pretty good, right? And for them, it gets even better. They're on a three-game win streak. With away games and conference games being tied for most losses this season, which boast two losses each. And their only other loss coming at home at which they have a 5-1 and one record overall. Now on to Eastern Michigan. They have a 7-5 and five record with a win streak of three games. They're 5-3 and three in conference play, 4-2 and two at home, and dead even in away games at 3-3. Three and three. In this particular situation, I think it comes down to who has lost the most games, because clearly neither team is bad. And since considering Georgia Southern has a 9-3 and three spread to their record, I think the winner is clear here. I'm going Georgia Southern. It's time for the speed round. In the fourth game of the day, we've got Utah State and North Texas. I'm going to have to go with Utah State on this one. And in the last one, we've got the University of Alabama at Birmingham and Northern Illinois. I think I'm going to have to go with the obvious choice, the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the E-Bone Zone. As always, if you like the episode and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, why don't you give me a review? And if you're listening on Spotify, why don't you click clack that little green button at the top to subscribe and get notified every time I upload one of these episodes. If you're listening on Facebook, share the post if you can, and that's pretty much all I've got to say. I'll see you soon.